Hey, it's Travis with the Side Stage Show. Join me every Thursday, noon to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on 95.9 KRFF, heard throughout the Fargo-Moorhead area. You can also tune in online from anywhere at RadioFreeFargo.org for tunes, guests, interviews, even local community happenings. You can also check out the replay of our interviews on Spotify, iHeartMedia, iTunes, Buzzsprout, and more. Check out the Side Stage Show with Travis. Tune in, turn up, and jam out. Well, I tell you what, I think there's two things that we can all agree on right about now during this time of social distancing is basically that we remember to stay active and healthy. You got to do it because we're going to be spending a lot of time at home. It's very easy to just want to sit on the couch, push the buttons on the remote and not do much of anything. But also it can be very stressful. There's a lot of news going on right now. There's a lot of theories. There's a lot of false news and you need to ease your mind. You need to relax and just take care of yourself. And sometimes to help you ease the mind and take care of yourself, nothing beats a good glass of wine. Am I right? Well, I tell you what, you also want the wine without the guilt. And on the phone, we've got the owner of Fresh Vine Wines out of California. Fantastic brand to check out. You're going to want to check this out. Believe me, on the phone, we've got Jamie Weststone. How are you? Man, I'm uh, I'm great. Travis, and very cautiously optimistic right now. So thanks so much for uh, for giving me a little airtime. Absolutely. Well, yeah. well, greetings from Fargo. Has your travels ever brought you to our great state here? <laughs> Man, I wish I could say uh, that, that, it, that they have, but no, sadly at this point, um, we have not. Well, I hope you'll add it to your bucket list and uh, come check us out once uh, things get back to normal here. We have a, a lot of great things to offer, and we love our wine up here too, so we certainly want to see you come up here and visit maybe we'll even get you uh, a little wine tasting party somewhere and we can get to know you in person how does that sound man i'd be stoked to do that um <laughs> you know it's funny the whole uh, the whole idea of fargo I, I i i loved what the cohen brothers did with uh did with a little twist and turns in the movie but um yeah north dakota is definitely uh firmly uh in our crosshairs in terms of distribution so hold the phone so to speak on that and and, and we'll make sure we get there that's fantastic well i tell you what i am a little jealous right now because we just got another dropping of snow we're still kind of in the the 20 degree mark there a little cold little icy around this time of year but you've got a wonderful view of the napa valley uh, vineyards out there you're kind of did you say you live literally right amongst your vineyards out there in california yeah i do wow <laughs> i'm uh, i'm actually uh we're 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 on this call together uh live from uh from one of our our spots and and yeah we we live smack dab in the middle of it oh i'm jealous i tell you what that sounds like a perfect view well first of all i want to say thanks for sending the bottle of wine it was absolutely delicious i've been enjoying it all week long here honestly there's so many words i could use to describe this wine uh smooth comes to mind refreshing clean delicious not something you'd necessarily expect from a wine that's well low in sugar and carbs you're kind of taking out all the fun to uh, to some people but it's absolutely fantastic i gotta say well done hats off to you i want to get to know you what's your story how did you get into this business you know man i uh i got out to california in the mid 90s in the restaurant business and and really just kind of hit uh, hit a wall and was fortunate enough to uh garner a job driving a tractor uh, here in uh, at Turley Wine Cellars, just a little north of where I'm I'm sitting now. Sure. And you know, Turley was a place where I learned you know how to change a clutch on a tractor. Desperately learning to uh, to speak Spanish in night school at the local JC, <laughs> and um, and also was fortunate to be a part of a, a brand that was growing like like a weed, quite literally. So right. I got to wear a lot of hats, 
got to see a lot of Stoke and energy from the ground level, literally. Right. And uh, it's sort of blossomed into a uh, more or less a 23-year career now. And yeah, it's, 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 it's a pretty amazing opportunity. Very blue collar. Um, but yeah, I'm real fortunate to be where I am and doing what I do for a living. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but we hear that it's a thing with winemakers who uh, they develop traditions and superstitions during the whole harvesting period. Do you have any like that for yourself? Uh, it takes a lot of good beer to make great wine. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a wonderful buzz around here during <clears throat> during harvest, and you know people are up, uh, you know, with the dawn, if not you know several hours prior to that, and it's just a long, really sort of wonderfully backbreaking day. And right. uh, there's a lot of folks that are very clear eyed and stoked to be. Uh, doing their thing, if you will, and and yeah, it's it's uh, you know it's also about having a wonderful meal with family and friends at the end of the day, and you know grabbing a piece of vinyl and you know putting it on the turntable and pouring yourself something that's delicious and um, and like we joked about earlier, you know re- rewarding right. uh, in your glass of wine, but also something that kind of spurs that conversation, takes place at the table, and uh, something you don't have to feel guilty about. So well. Yeah, that's, you're talking our language when you said uh, you put the, the the vinyl on with a good glass of wine. Now you're talking our language. I'm going to put you on the spot here, since you know your wines, and I imagine you're good at wine pairing. What's a good vinyl record to go with a glass of your uh, fresh fine wine? There, man, blonde on blonde. Ooh, uh, Bob Dylan. I yeah, like it. I mean that 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 thing is uh, yeah, it's it's good on so many levels and. So many twists and turns and fun sounds and you know the instruments and Bob was stretching out a little bit back then. So yeah, like that's it. that's that's what was on the turntable last night. I like a good choice. Well, I gotta ask. Obviously, winemaking is your passion from start to finish. Uh, there's there's quite a few steps. There's obviously the harvesting, the crushing of the grapes, the fermentation process, clarification, the aging, and the bottling. Out of all of that, each has kind of their own uniqueness, but what part of that whole process is probably your favorite, would you have to say? Man, that's a tough one, but I, the, the, the springtime, once the vines bud out and the cover crops start getting mowed under and little field mice are like running for their lives out in front of the tractor, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty comical, man, but I like, uh, I like the, new, the new life that gets generated. You know, I'm, I'm looking out at our fig trees that are, that are uh, that are budding out and our olives are sort of you know going to sleep for the uh for the foreseeable future and getting ready to get my spring garden in the ground and um yeah springtime for me is just uh it's 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 another new beginning into uh into the new vintage and and i love it we're we're real fortunate to be here where we've got pretty darn good weather right uh, you know for most of the year but in the springtime is when the you know my kids love it because the days get longer and they don't have to come in early and <laughs> yeah it's just it's pretty magical fantastic well i gotta say you know as a society uh the one great thing is we've all become more aware of what we put in our bodies the ingredients the, the nutrition factors and uh for fresh vine wines you're you're all natural so i gotta ask what is done differently in the process with your all-natural, supposed to, well, wine that is not all-natural. What's the difference in the process there? You know, we just took a page uh, out of the European playbook. They've been doing it there, you know, arguably for millennia. And really it comes down to paying, you know, a lot of attention in terms of what is being done in the vineyards, how it's being farmed, <clears throat> you know, crop levels, 
um, being very wary of the sunshine out here in California, which we have uh, an overabundance of, and I'm very thankful for. Um, but really just, you know, allowing the vineyards to express themselves. And that ultimately comes through in the wine. And, you know, minimal use of, of, uh, of new oak, um, you know, in terms of techniques, you know, cold soaking some things in the cellar and allowing, you know, natural, uh, uh, you know, biocultures to build up in the wine, microbially speaking, and then, you know, letting it rip. Right. Um, if you don't get your wines too high in sugar when you're harvesting the fruit, you know, and there's a direct correlation to how it ends up in terms of, uh, of, of the alcohol, um, you know, then you can you can have some sort of balance in the wines um, that you could be real stoked with and that have flavor, um, you know, that, that it's not off-putting, it doesn't have to be bitter, and it doesn't have to be loaded with a bunch of sugar. Right. Um, you know, I think in this country we're all adverse to that, but we'd still like to have, you know, for instance, a diet drink. Right. Well, you know, fresh, fresh vine is not diet by any stretch of the imagination, but it, it, but it, it is something that, that really occurs naturally and that we have an awful lot of fun uh, you know, putting together with, with our winemaking team and, um, and are real stoked to put it out there in the fashion that we do. Low carb, you know, alcohol at 13 and a half or lower and, um, and no residual sugar, right. uh, you know, a dry wine, if you will. I, I tell you what, again, I've been enjoying this bottle all week long. It's absolutely, uh, it's delicious. I mean, it's, it's refreshing and it's clean and, it tastes great, and and like I said, you know, when you when you do a lot of diet stuff, like you were mentioning uh, diet soda, there you put a lot of additives and preservatives in there to uh, make up for the sugar that you're taking out. And we as a society, we just don't want that junk in our body. Period. So to be able to still keep it within the terms that you want it and make it refreshing and delicious as it is, it's not an easy job, I would imagine. So hats off to you guys out there. Let's be honest, though, for the volume of wine that you make. I know the process is different with crushing, but we all think back to that uh, um, that scene from TV where Lucille Ball is crushing the grapes by her feet. Let's be honest. Have you ever done that just, <laughs> just for giggles, just to say you have? Because I, I would imagine it would make you appreciate the winemaking process just a little bit more. Yes, I, I, I have, and it's uh, it's very shocking on so many levels. Um, just 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 when you begin that stomp, but yeah, I'm I'm quite positive there's some footage uh, out there on YouTube of, of me, and if you type in the Jamie Whetstone and the and uh, the Napa Valley Film Festival on that, you will uh, you will get to see me in, in rare form and having a lot of fun and um, I don't recommend it to everybody but you know if you get the chance in a controlled environment come on in the wine's just fine that sounds like a great date night I'm telling you right there go do crush some grapes enjoy some wine put on some vinyl that sounds like a great date night right there <laughs> yeah yeah good luck getting the uh, getting your girl uh, my wife would look at me like I had you know uh, told her something not not uh, Anyway, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I totally do. Well, I got to say, you know, obviously this is your passion. This is something you love doing. We all learn something from ourselves when uh, we pursue a new journey or a passion. What's one thing you could say that you've learned about yourself through this whole thing? Uh, just to be a lot more humble. Um, the blue collar side of my life versus, you know, this wonderful opportunity to talk with you on the radio and, and, and also ultimately sales um, is really is really neat. I love getting to know, uh, you know, the folks who do the bulk of the work in the vineyards, man. There's, you know, the, the, the good men and women from Micho Econo, Oaxaca that we work with 
uh, a lot here. So it's, um, you know, for me, again, it, it really has just ground it down to a common level for me. And I'm, I'm very, uh, very grateful to, to be a part of, uh, you know, of a farming community. So I think that's the, you know, for me, it's that whole farming aesthetic that creeps into my garden and, and onto my dinner table and into my glass of wine. So Absolutely. just very, uh, very grateful for that. Well, I got to say, that actually sounds like something we could all use right about now. I mean, I think we're more and more getting into our phones and computers because, well, essentially, that's that's all we got right now. You know, we, we don't get to go out and interact as, as a society at the moment. It's going to get better. We're going to get through this. I'm not worried about that. But just sounds peaceful being able to just be out in the fields, doing the winemaking, spending time with a few close friends, and doing this whole thing. Uh, obviously, we're all being affected by the coronavirus. It's making us adjust a little bit. How has this whole process made you adjust what you're doing out there? You know, it's made for some very interesting phone calls. Uh, you know, luckily, I mean, what we're doing right now is setting up our distribution on a national level and, uh, you know, having some serious conversations with some sports teams and, and, and some Olympic athletes about sponsorships and, and, um, and partnering up. Um, and so, you know, I'm able to garner some folks' attention, uh, I think more so than I normally would. But the caveat being that, you know, restaurants are being shut down all over the country, and that's a, that's a huge worry and concern. And, um, and while we are able to sell wine direct, you know, still over the website, freshvinewine.com, and can right. put it on your doorstep, there's just, uh, you know, there's some, there's some gravity to the, to the pause. Right. Uh, to all of our lives, you know, while we uh, while we're forced into our homes, and um, and so it's 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 just made us pivot a little bit. Luckily, my partners are are wonderful and and, and think outside of the box, and and you know we're we're at a point as an organization where um, we're moving through this pretty steadily. But uh, you know, again, we're just just very cautiously optimistic, Travis. Fantastic. Well, as we all should be. And uh, I want to say thank you again for sending the delicious bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon. What else do you provide on your website? Uh, kind of give us a rundown of the, the wine products that you have uh, at your we- at your website right there, freshvinewine.com. You know, I'm uh, tomorrow morning at uh, 8 a.m. We'll be bottling our, <clears throat> our 2018 uh, California Pinot Noir. Ooh. And the following Friday, we'll be bottling the uh, 2018 California Chardonnay. Yeah. And so by, by, the, by the first week of April, we'll have that triumvirate, um, you know, all three of the wines that, uh, that I'm personally stoked to, to get out there uh, in the form of the Chard, the Pinot, and, and the Cabernet Sauvignon, which, you're, which you've been enjoying all week. Absolutely. So I'm going to ask you a, a question for those who maybe don't know. It's probably a very simple one, uh, but yet there's still a lot of people that don't know why. Why is it that the older the wine, typically, the better, would you say? Is that, that general, the, generally the case there? You know, it really depends um, on the vineyard sourcing, the, the, the winery, the house itself in terms of how they make wine. I mean, I find that, yes, on the whole, when you look at, say, a Cabernet Sauvignon, sometimes you've, you've got a big wallop of oak in there, and it needs time to sort of mellow out and become a little more in harmony with the, uh, with the fruit right. uh, and the acid, if you will. Sometimes, you know, if you get too much alcohol in there, it'll actually shut all that down, and, and you'd be remiss to hang on to something for that long. But, you know, for us, we're looking at something that you can certainly enjoy tonight, uh, in the form of our red wines, but in terms of, um, you know, if you wanted to stick them down and think about them for, 
you know, another two, three, four. I mean, I would even go out on a limb and say maybe five to seven years. Okay. Uh, I don't think you'd be unsettled or, or uh, unnerved by, you know, ripping the cork out of one down the road and, and, uh, and putting a piece of salmon or a steak back on the grill and, um, and having a fantastic, you know, time. That sounds absolutely wonderful. One last question I want to ask you here. Obviously, we're all kind of being quarantined and social distancing here a little bit. But for somebody like you who's an adventurer... What are you doing to uh, fill your time besides your passion of winemaking over here? You know, after we get off the phone, um, I'm going to go for a surf. Um, I've got about an hour and five minutes ahead of me on the drive to Ocean Beach right out in front of San Francisco. Wonderful. You know, we're walking our lab uh, through the vineyards and, you know, staying in touch with with our kids, a couple of which are down in SoCal and just kind of talking to them, you know, through things and, and how to how to man, how to manage um and uh you know I, I mean really it's 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 been pretty cool i'm 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 uh, i'm mowing our uh, our grass out front i've become the official groundskeeper <laughs> while our our groundskeepers have to uh you know honor the shelter in place and right. and frankly i'm fired up you know in sixth grade i couldn't i couldn't leave the house on a saturday until the grass was cut so i'm right back there again <laughs> uh, Travis. well that sounds fantastic <laughs> we appreciate you again we appreciate your product absolutely delicious doesn't hurt the waistline and it certainly does not hurt the wallet one more time where can we find you uh freshvinewine.com currently and we will be out in mass in both big retail small retail and and restaurants god willing when they all uh, when they all come back online over the course of the spring and early summer well i tell you what jamie we're going to do our very best to get your product up here in fargo because there's a lot of great uh a lot of great folks up here we're very supportive uh, community up here and we love our wine jamie thank you so much for your time travis thank you so much man